And we're live. This is episode one um, of Beyond the Pendulum. Uh, this is a new podcast. We've done previous podcasts before. You might see the same people from other podcasts. Um, this this podcast is focusing more on like an art bell kind of layout where we will, uh, it'll be like 50% news and uh, 50% uh, strange stuff. Uh, eventually, we're going to have the, the functions where people can like call into this show. Um, that'll be at a later date. Um, you're seeing this for the first time. You may hear some of our voices. You probably have heard us on a few other podcasts. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I'm trying to link something into um, into our video. Um, so, uh, sorry, if, if, if it sounds like I'm not doing anything right now, I am. Um, I have like a million screens like, like uh, up at the same time. Let me just paste this and spam it. Tweet. There we go. Um, yeah, so uh, first thing I want to focus is on, um, you know, this is not getting a lot of coverage uh, even here in the United States, uh, uh, which our friend Mark will probably talk to us. It's, it's about this um, uh, farm protest that has not gotten much coverage here in the United States. You know, you want to fill us in on that, Mark? Oh, oh my god. Oh sh oh shit guys. I, I I messed it up. You guys weren't you guys were muted. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no uh, so uh this is episode 1. We will uh the, sorry, you guys were muted. Um so I wanted our guests in Europe to like talk to us about what was going on in um uh these uh, these uh Euro Europe um European uh protests. You you may want to fill us in, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, okay, so you already asked me before, uh, like, why is it, uh, it's weird that it's so, uh, that's not really mentioned in, like, uh, American media, I'm without. 
but it's actually pretty big. It got, like at first they started locking down this entire country, but then uh, the Polish joined. Uh, after that, the Germans and uh, uh, French farmers, and then now, like I saw today, videos Italian farmers also joined in. And outside of Europe, I saw also like several uh, farmer protests already uh, starting, and so the. The government pretty much is demanding impossible things from farmers uh, in our country. They're uh, asking them to reduce the carbon emissions, for example, to, to zero, which is practically impossible for them. Um, and they're using falsified records. Some farmers are listed with uh, 300, 600 cows. Well, they only have like 100 cows, right? Complaining about it, like the records aren't correct. And then um, some farmers have even like said to the government, okay, uh, I'll uh, reduce the carbon emissions, but and I'll switch to growing vegetables instead of having uh, uh, cows, right? Uh, if that's okay with you guys. And then the government just says like, no, 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 you don't have to leave anyway if you want to have land, right? That's they're saying to the, to the farmers. Now, this doesn't really make sense. Um, yeah, so our country is, uh, exporting 85% of the food, right? It's the, the, the second largest food exporting country in the world. We only have uh, 17 million people. We have about the population of Los Angeles, but after the United States, we are the largest food exporter. Um, so this, we consider it an attack on the food supply, on the global food supply, and that is causing uh, prices to go up, but it's also going to cause food shortages. Now, this isn't really even going to be a big problem for people in the United States or people here, but you can imagine that if we are going to have to compete for our food on the world the food market, but there is already a short shortage that poor countries will never be able to compete. And that's going to cause massive, massive starvation. So that's one thing. And then second, we have uh, our prime minister, Mark Rutte, he pretty much said in a podcast, the World Economic Forum, that he wants the Netherlands to walk uh, uh, on the front lines for the World Economic Forum and uh, introduce this concept called food innovation hubs, um, which are pretty much kind of like huge distribution centers to replace our local food supplies and use this kind of like order food through apps kind of things, right? And uh, people will have to like uh, producers will have to deliver at these big distribution centers, and people can just order from those things. With uh, example is that app uh, Picnic uh, that is already right now. Uh, people like Bill Gates are heavily investing in it. And, uh, that's pretty much the thing that they're trying to like change the whole food supply here in Western Europe. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen there too. By the way, in the United States eventually. Uh, so that's pretty much like. Dutch farmers aren't accepting it, so they started huge, huge protests. They started blocking all the highways. They started uh, literally dumping uh, their uh, manure and stuff in uh, in government buildings. Right? They started lighting their uh, they started lighting these huge uh, hay balls on fire and stuff. And they started like, blockading, uh, blocking uh, distribution centers. Uh, now, initially, it was a very friendly. Still, it was just doing blockades. Uh, not really aggressive, but the police responded super aggressively to the farmers to the point they started shooting at farmers. They started beating up farmers with uh, a riot police. Um, and so two weeks ago, 
a cop fired at a 16-year-old uh, former protester, right? Uh, luckily, the kid survived. But still, uh, they fired targeted shots at 16-year-old kids who protested because they see their own future being destroyed. They're supposed to inherit the farms from their parents. The farms are going to be gone and they will not have like a future anymore. So, yeah, it got totally out of hand, right? But uh, the footage of all this stuff uh, went like global. And, uh, I saw uh, some of my friends on Fox News, for example, literally and beaten up by cops. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's kind of the thing. So it went global and now all these other companies are joining in. They're all pissed off, all these other farmers. They see what's happening. You know? The Canadians uh, were also showing their support. Uh, uh, back again, these truckers, right? The trucker convoys and stuff. They're also connecting now with these farmers. Uh, since uh, this week, uh, the, the fishers are also openly connecting now with the farmers. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, truckers, farmers, fishers, right? Uh, yeah, it's going, it's getting bigger. And for the truckers, there's an explanation too. I mean, you say it's politically motivated. It's not really politically motivated. Um, you would, I know that in like internet Canada and stuff, there's a lot of truckers that are called like a right wing or whatever. This is not to do with that. The fact is, uh, our country, because it's the second largest food exporter, all the trucks are carrying food. So with the destruction of the food supply, all these truckers are going to lose their jobs. It's that simple. They're going to be all out of jobs. And that is why they're also joining in with the farmers, right? So that's kind of the thing. I think I explained everything, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I, it, it seems like if I do hear any news here in the United States, it's not on, like... I, I had to stop watching Fox News because it was so politically motivated um just to you know uh right wing politics you know but as far as like cnn is concerned or any of the local news outlets i'm not hearing anything other than what i'm seeing on twitter right yeah i'm not either and to kind of like go back to what mark was saying about the truckers and losing their jobs and stuff i mean that just ties back into you know the whole world the economic fourth industrial revolution great reset bs because like they want to automate a lot of crap and so they don't they don't really care you know what i mean like that's kind of their goal so you, you speaking of automation you know i almost got a job uh recently oh go ahead glory i just said don't watch any mainstream media period right that's facts hi glory go ahead tyler was that my mom? <laughs> no, I, I almost got a job out here on the ports, you know, working IT and, you know, you know, it was a pretty in-depth uh, job where you would fix the machines that are replacing the port workers jobs. So now they have these like remote uh, remote control. They're like fully automated. They, they work by themselves and they, they can they're able to get out the um the cargo like 75% quicker and I would just maintenance the systems. And, you know, they said, if you work here, you know, you got to watch your back because, you know, these union people are losing their jobs because of what you're going to do. And, you know, I, I they almost took the job, but then I was just like, I don't want to be killed because I'm taking somebody else's job, you know, and that's, that's kind of a reality of what's kind of going on about automation. Automation is replacing jobs. Um, a lot of them, um, as far as outsourcing and resourcing, um, uh, uh, 
you know, food products, you know, I see, I see that kind of going backwards in my country where they're trying to, um, and not like what's going on over there in Europe, but I see, I see a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of, you know, food products and, and tech products trying to be, um, made here in the United States, mainly because, um, uh, after COVID we realized that, um, you know, to be interdependent on other countries as far as for resources, I think USA learned the hard way. If you out-resource out everything and everything goes to shit, you have nothing. And that's kind of what's going, that's kind of what's been going on the last year in the United States. So I feel that uh, this World Economic Forum thing uh, is literally targeting our food supply to, to, have, to, to form some kind of like control system. Um, like I, I was never really into this kind of like uh, this level of, of, of conspiracy minded stuff because uh, the, I never considered our politicians to be that uh, that far away already from us. Right. Right. Um, but at this point, I think this is like uh, some some global groups like like literally take control of our food supply and force us like in literally into submission because and, and I'm not the only one thinking like this that people are getting like really really angry right now like in our country they should be it's not, should be. It's not, oh it's it's not like, weird feedback <laughs> am I, it's, it it's might not, be me okay but listen this is not like normal protests anymore right i, I protested like what for the last 20 years i protest against all kind of stuff we carry these little signs and stuff every protest which are legal right right but this is not like normal protest anymore this is like Right now, we're blockading highways and we're blockading uh, law enforcement, right? We are literally going into the streets of the politicians right now. Uh, we are knocking on their doors, right? So it's, this is different. This is, uh, I don't want to call it a civil war because it's pretty much the civilization against the politicians. But what I'm surprised with is that these politicians, these leaders we have, don't even care about their opinions anymore. Like they don't care about if we are not going to vote for them next elections. They're just doing it. They don't care about these elections anymore. They're, they're throwing it in our face. They're saying, no, 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 we're doing this, whether you like it or not. And I'm thinking like, who are these people? Right? Because usually we, we, we dealt with politicians who are like really smooth talkers. Like, uh, okay, so I know for example, like Joe Biden, for example, he wouldn't survive like one week in our politics. They're really smart. Uh, uh, what is it like? Like they are selling you a product. That's how they talk. They're, they're really smart. You can actually debate with them, and they know an answer to everything. That's how they are, and they don't read it from a paper. They literally can answer any question you have, and they smooth talk all the way. But they're not doing it anymore. They're saying like this is how it's going to be, and that is what's really scary to a lot of people. They have never dealt with this. Yeah. This is yeah, a lot of people were talking, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, recently, you know, like, you know, I, I fought tooth and nail about, you know, the whole NWO thing and, you know, and fighting, you know, you know, even the conception that the that there is some sort of master plan, um, you know, with society and breaking down governments and what is going on. But, you know, I look around, you know, lately and I'm kind of seeing, I'm kind of seeing the other, you know, the way I, the, the way I, I've been pushing against, like, like maybe this is part of some weird master plan to like destroy everything. Cause 
everything just seems like it's upside down. And a lot of it just seems like it's man-made problems by people, by people at the top who just don't give a shit about what the people at the bottom are doing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And like, okay. And, uh, we had one staff. We, like you guys have in America, you have different States, right? And you remember that whole vaccine policy, some States would have forced vaccinations and be very strict with it. Other States would be like less strict with it. And, Still allow you some uh, some choice in things. Uh, with us, it was like completely immediately the entire country had the same policy. Now this was already a, a big shock to a lot of people because suddenly they weren't allowed to go in some some restaurant anymore, right? And there was this whole discrimination thing going on, and that was kind of new to people. Uh, still, the politicians always had to lie to get through with it. They always had to say. Uh, this is temporary, we only want the best, and there's this no new pandemic thing, it's temporary, we fix it, right? That's the only way they were getting away with it. And But now it is like, this is not temporary, this is how we're going to do it. It's like, we don't care what you say anymore. It's like, there's, they, 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 they're a step ahead now. They're like, they're, this is like the second step, a second phase. And um, uh, this is not getting much attention in USA, I, I get that, but it is like, we're kind of like in a prototype country right now, I think. And it's very weird that they use specifically our country, but uh, it does make sense in the other way, uh, because we have a small population and a small country, and it's an easy testing ground, I guess. Um, I, this is only what I'm considering. But, yeah. dictatorship they were essentially entrenched in neoliberalism for like several decades and one of the things that Whitney Webb was talking about was like she'd say how a lot of these super harsh lockdown policies came about in Chile and no one's really talked about it you know because it was South America but that's the only other country that I can think of it could also be because Netherlands is like the heart of the international stuff too but like Okay, so I, I did consider that part too. That's because the United uh, Nations Supreme Court and, and things are here, and it's considered one of the uh, European Union founding members. Because European Union is actually based on, I think, all the Benelux, which is a, a open border agreement between our country, uh, Belgium, and Luxembourg, uh, which has like an open border for a super long time, way before the European Union, and that's kind of what they're basing it on, and like. That's why, like, the headquarters of the European Union is in Belgium, right? And the UN Supreme Court is here in Netherlands, for example. And that is kind of like the heart of, of, of the internet, of the new international order, right? New, new world order. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's for me. It's scary to think that you know that the elites have any. When they say elites, I don't even know who are fucked. Who are who are what they're actually referring to. I know. I know, I know in the conspiracy world, you know, the Bill Gates and whatever and that, but, you know, they're, they're almost too into the main focus on, on, on what this is. It, for me, for me, it was always, it was always like, how could anybody organize such a plan so well, but yet the world is fucking up and, you know, maybe I'm not seeing the bigger picture of maybe... Maybe that is the bigger picture. Maybe it's supposed to, it's supposed to be torn apart so they can do whatever the fuck they're gonna do. You know, I, I don't know. I I know that the, I know that there's a lot of 
there's a lot of yeah powerful people go ahead oh no I, I was just asking you to clarify like maybe like what's supposed to be torn apart because like you know in some in some form that a lot of world powers are trying to usher in this kind of multipolar bipolar world as a combat to like you know the very clear american empire that exists but also like certain parts of that destruction are very calculated as a means to keep everybody who you know really has a chance of gaining total freedom etc like still crushed under the boot of like whatever neoliberal world order you're trying to enforce well, we're seeing that we're seeing a lot of evidence of that, you know, not not just in policies that are going on, you know, you know, in uh, in the government sector. We're also seeing that in the markets, you know, uh, stocks aren't doing so good. Um, uh, Crypto is not doing so good. Um, I, I like, you know, I like to tell people that a lot of those fucking whales that people are seeing, you know, on these on these huge um, withdrawals and transactions are. You know, Wall Street investors, but I'm sorry, but when you know, so you see you see a couple billion dollars move off the market, you know, in five minutes, you know, who's got those kind of deep pockets, you know? Somebody's yeah, somebody. somebody's intentionally crashing everything on the markets oh, on the market end. Yeah, and so I did do like a, a, a private deep dive into that Klaus Schwab guy, for example, right? And who is this person? Why does he suddenly? Uh, uh, get into the picture and like what is Bill Gates's role in this kind of stuff. Now, I personally think Bill Gates is a low-level guy because there is so much pressure on him, so much attention that this guy can't go to a bar safely anymore. And that's something like uh, elites, for example, I, I don't think would ever want that, would ever want to live a life like that. Like if you're a truly elite, a powerful, supreme uh, person, you don't want to be banned in any bar. You don't. You want to be there, right? And not that the people will like beat you up instantly. That's like I can't go to a bar anymore, Bill Gates. I mean, he's the target of everyone. Everyone hates him. So I did do a deep dive in the Klaus Schwab guy. Uh, yeah, his dad is uh, Eugene Schwab. Eugene Schwab was a, a neo-Nazi, Nazi under uh, Adolf Hitler. Uh, he ran uh, Asher Weiss. Uh, factories for Hitler and they did the research into the uh, nuclear program for Hitler, right? And it was in the Norsk factories in Norway. That is uh, what they provided their turbines for. And they also worked on the aircraft of the Luftwaffe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it was a lo- the factories were located in uh, a little town called Ravensburg. And he had uh, 150 uh, slave laborers working for him, Jewish slave laborers, right? And he was, uh, his, his factory was uh, mentioned a model uh, national socialist company. And uh, so, uh, okay, so you can say like, this was during wartime, uh, fine, you're forced to do it, you don't want to leave your factory, whatever. Okay, that's one thing, right? But then, after the war, right, this uh, Eugene Schwab and Klaus Schwab uh, just keep on going with producing and selling materials to manufacture nuclear weapons around the world. And the biggest thing is what this Klaus Schwab guy did, I think it's the biggest thing, he uh, got involved with Ashley White factories when they uh, were in the 60s and they were trading with the Pretoria government in South Africa, where it was the apartheid regime. And Klaus Schwab and uh, Asher, he was the uh, board of direct in the board of directors of Asher Weiss, and then that was at the moment they were uh, 
manufacturing nuclear weapons for uh, South Africa, the apartheid regime. They produced six nuclear weapons and they have finished a seventh nuclear weapon. Now, and this was a government that was such a cruel government and had such was so racist towards its people that I, you could consider this was a government closest to what uh, the Third Reich was, right? Closest to Hitler's government in uh, policies. And he was active there, this Klaus Schwab guy. Now, yeah, you see, this is a, a bit from a business perspective. Yeah, probably a lot of money was made there. But why was this person specifically involved there? And why then again is he involved with this World Economic Forum? Why is this guy put in power at the World Economic Forum? And what is his connection with a, with a guy like Bill Gates, whose father was in Planned Parenthood, who was in that whole, uh, uh, who comes out of yes. the whole uh, eugenics uh, program, uh, the eugenics theory and whatever, right? The racial theory, social Darwinism, and what is it, Klaus Schwab, directly connected to this eugenics uh, program. Uh, you have the Rockefeller Foundation up front on the World Economic Forum, and the Rockefeller already in the 1930s met with Adolf Hitler, discussing the eugenics program. And it's like, these are this is on public records, this kind of stuff. It's not even like super shady conspiracy stuff. This is all public historians all research this. The Swiss government researched this. Like, I mean, this is all happening in the open, and this, these are neo. This is a neo-Nazi in power. And then, yeah, he's, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, but he's a neo-Nazi in power. The World Economic Forum, and, and at the heart of Europe, which uh, literally has, sees a united Europe now, which is was exactly what Hitler tried with the Heimat, uh, a united Europe, right? Every single European country that Hitler conquered is in this European Union and at the heart of it in some uh, uh, mountain in uh, Austria or whatever and in uh, or in Switzerland you see Klaus Schwab and his wife sitting there in the, uh, maybe miles away from where Hitler was was during the war in some castle there like yeah. this, this is a complete insanity everybody thinks that we're just being like conspiracy theorists or like over the top and we're like nazis are fucking running the world but they they really freaking are like this is a nazi and no one is going to stop him because now he has all the armies of the world behind him it's like yeah they will penetrate the cabinets yeah and, and they literally have and speaking of armies and military tech like the shit that they're doing with the technology and the new quantum computing like all world economic forum stuff like all you have to do is just like listen to the dude talk for a few minutes it's not like they're hiding it but it's not just world economic forum you're right economic forum acting through israel too yeah yeah of course these governments are all involved and that and that's the that's one of the major problems too like that even by the the governments where you would put hope right in the in world war ii you put hope in jewish uh resistance and where are the where are the hearts of these orders now? They already compromised all the possible resistance against it, and that's the sad thing. Like, where do we put hope now? We can't put hope. We have we have a little hope in Putin uh, protecting his own region. But yeah, right. Well, let's not use the hopium because, like I keep saying, like, are we allowed to cuss on this show? Like, um, no one's coming to save us but us. Like. It's it's bad and it's only going to get worse. And the indoctrination of society is so far gone at this point. Like, I don't know what it is going to take to wake some of these people up because like 
two generations from now, you guys, like, I'm really scared for, like, my kids' as kids, for real. Like, I really am. Like, well, I, yeah, I, yeah. I can say this, right? At the moment, I realized these, these were actually neo-Nazis in control, right? And not these, these, these capitalist uh, people who only want money, right? But these are national, these are national socialists. These are neo-Nazis in power. They don't even care about the money. That's the thing. That's not even it anymore. Yeah, because well, I have so much of it that, that, you know what I'm saying, money's really irrelevant to them. Yeah, they can print it already. They don't care. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, they, they, no, these are, the most, these are the most cruel people ever, and they are transhumanists, and they want to get rid of a lot of, of the population. And that, at that moment when I realized that I stopped using social media and all these things, and I went into the streets, we have uh, analog ways of contacting with each other now, like classic walkie-talkies is what we're using. Like seriously, yeah. good, good. I mean, that's what it's going to take, especially if like you're in the streets and you're doing any kind of resistance. You have to do stuff like that. Like, and people better learn how to use ham radio and and, and all of that because I mean, uh, the surveillance state is beyond out of control. Well, we have like our meeting places have Faraday cages. We throw our phones yeah, well, in Faraday cages. That's how 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 bad it is here now because we know okay, they're. But the Faraday cages are still only doing so much as far as that goes. You know what I mean, like. We can opsec it up to death, but as long as we're still using their technology, then I mean, oh, shit, it doesn't really. I mean, Faraday, Faraday cages do help. Yeah, I'm not gonna deny that they help, but that they're not, they're not gonna solve the problem. I mean, like, uh, like everyone is like is, is turning their phones off at meetings, right? We're not broadcasting any of this stuff anymore. No more oh, social no. media and nothing. It's like only yeah. the big uh, promo things are being protested when all the streets are locked and people make some videos. Upload it later, right? Uh, right, yeah. But it's later, no, yeah. There's almost no live streams. A, a few, only two or three are still uh, doing that. It's like well, and and they'll just nuke the streams, you know, like they did for uh, the insurrection here and stuff. For anybody that is like, you know, live streaming, like I wouldn't, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I'm too, I'm too fear for like my safety when I'm in the street to like take like take a device. <laughs> okay, let's. I was standing five feet behind a guy who was not to he was beaten up, totally beaten up by the cops, right? And uh, the, the same night that I was, I, I traveled with a car to a city like 20 miles away and uh, we were checking on the protest there, right? And they were shooting at a 16-year-old kid, right? Police, they threw through tear gas, they shot at a 16-year-old farmer boy and they shot at another a farmer and this one other police guy was like waving his gun in one hand, right? It was just, it was completely madness. It's like, I don't know. They look like robots too now. Like they have the like. That, Some of them probably are. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can see the robo dogs and stuff like shooting the, the, the testing the military weapons out and stuff like yeah. They are, yeah, I saw that video floating around. Out. And, and that they use on Palestinians. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to get off subject, but speaking of drones, like uh, I was sitting outside a couple nights ago. We was out there smoking or whatever. I don't smoke inside, and uh, you know, a couple of my friends were sitting out on my deck, just you know, checking out sky, whatever. There really wasn't a lot of stars, and I don't live too far from an air force base. Like I'm not gonna disclose it, but uh, like I'm watching this drone, like turn itself on and then back uh like, you know what i mean like using it's like cloak whatever the heck that technology is called and i'm like are you guys like looking at this like i told you like i'm not nuts like we we watched it for probably a good 45 minutes like right above my house no big deal like hey we're just doing this I'm like wow yeah, that's hard, 
Yeah, it's really, it's great. Speaking of, of you know, weird stuff, um, you guys remember me talking about Havana syndrome a little while ago, like over the, over the past couple of years? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So there was a big uh, like hearing or something last year. Like they're trying to de like deny these victims, yeah. but like then, didn't like wasn't there already like some kind of determination made by somebody? I don't remember who it was. About yeah. So so I, you know I like, I real. Yeah, I've been under the impression they're using some sort of like direct microwave. Energy. Yeah, microwave weapon. Yeah, some kind of energy weapon. Um, and then uh, oh, I'm, I'm getting some feedback from you, Mark. I don't know what's going on. I think it's Mad Mom. It's probably yeah, is. I'm here yeah. Myself. Yeah, and um, so what was going on is, uh, you know, people were complaining of, you know, hearing metallic sounds, heat. Uh, they had uh, obvious signs of brain damage. Um, and these were happening, uh, usually, I think they were happening only in, in the Cuban embassy and yeah. in the one so in Beijing. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, and, and most of the people that were suffering were, like, working for, you know what I mean, like, the government or, or whatever at, at some point in time. A, a lot of them were. Yeah, we've even had attacks here, um, you know, with people who work in uh, in the D.C. district, uh, specifically but a few, it was like some, a few aides or something uh, were attacked with the same kind of weapon. So, like, these people who were working, I guess, at the embassy, um, you know, the CIA investigated it. And the CIA says that it's not real. It doesn't exist because these people were claiming six-figure damages for uh, be being incapable of working. And uh, now, uh, now the CIA is saying it doesn't. These people have pre-existing conditions and can't be proven that some unknown technology has uh, affected them. I know this is a cover-up since day one when the Havana syndrome um, um, uh, articles have started coming out, like in early 2016. Supposedly, the United States government brought out scientists and the scientists official explanation of what Havana syndrome was, was crickets chirping was causing brain damage. I remember that now that you say that, actually, they did try to say that old nonsense. And didn't some of them have like some burns or something like on their skin or, or yep. something from like the radiation from the from the weapons? And how the F does the CIA investigate its own crap? Oh yeah, they don't. Yeah, I. Police come in and investigate their killings of unarmed black people, madam. Well, I mean, I know, I know. Driving while black is a crime. Being human's almost a crime. What are you talking about? And and there's they're still using that technology, and probably like way worse at this point. You know, like. We was talking on the last other show that you know we do or whatever, and I uh, I had like some company and I was babysitting that night, so I didn't want to get too souped up on the on that whole uh, topic of the uh, the quantum computing and 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 all of that Davo stuff because I didn't want to wake up this tiny baby, but it's it's freaking ridiculous. Like they can like literally like you know just pretty much microwave you with a cell phone tower, damn near like. And and the and the worst part about it is is like most of this stuff is out there at like declassified. It's not super hard to find, and and they still just lie about it. Like in public congressional hearings on record, like it's no big deal. 
Yeah, that that that's been that's been the big thing is like is 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 the amount of cover up there has been and they actually the, the cover up has been there since day one, but it's gotten it's gotten worse since these uh, government workers have been asking for compensation. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, isn't there a case? Aren't they like at the Supreme Court with that? Is that right? Is my memory right here, Tyler? Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear about that. I was just looking at the articles for what they've been looking for compensation. I don't know if it's gone to a congressional hearing, but even if it went to a congressional hearing, it has no like legal say on like, like real, real judicial law. If they're trying to do it in civil law in civil court, so. Yeah, and I mean, I understand they're trying to get compensation, but all our courts are just freaking shit made up or lawless in the first place. It's all just codified nonsense and. You're never gonna. You're never gonna get justice. I mean, geez, Louise, we've, we've we're still waiting on an answer from you know this administration for something that was filed from you know like 2016 through opt-in, and uh, we got an an answer back from the ICCR. And, oh, they're just no no big deal. We don't, we don't have to respond. Like, and it's because our owners, you know, uh, run the world, and they're destroying it rapidly. And. I don't know, people better wake up, you know, like there are all these fucking false flag shootings and like we're the only country left with our guns in the United States. And people are just like, oh, let's let's go ahead and submit some more of our only way to protect ourselves from these fuckers. I don't know. I'm kind of like on the fence on that one. Like, like there's so many crazy people out there. Like, there is. I mean, there really is. But none of the legislation that they're trying to introduce is, is really um, to, to help. You. you know what I'm saying? Like, guns don't kill people. People kill people. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and, and at the end of the day, most of it's mental illness. I don't know why you're so low. I turned up your volume all the way. Can you talk? Yeah. Are you like, are you talking in like in a, like in a pillow or something? No, she's just not trying to be all yelling in the, in the megaphone, which is kind of weird, Gloria. You're kind of loud by nature, girlfriend. <laughs> I hear it kind of low, too. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'm going to give me a sec here. So, like, I seen something um, from some of the footage that's going on over there, Mark, the other day or whatever, where, like, where they brought in some, like, uh, military or something and, like, towed off, like, a couple of tractors, like, and then, like, that, I, I think it was maybe even on, like, mainstream, I didn't click on the mainstream news, but they, you know, use that for the news. Like, oh, you know, like, oh, we're stopping this by towing off, like, two trackers, and there's hundreds more. There is actually, uh, at the first pro, there's actually 20,000 tractors involved. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and it's only increasing. I think it's like 30 to 40,000 tractors are involved, usually, in these protests. So it's all over the country. Now, these two tractors. The army doesn't have capacity for that. But there is a thing, uh, so the government hires these towing companies, right? But most are refusing to help them. Like, <laughs> the companies are refusing to help the government because they're on the farm. Yeah, they're openly refusing now, saying, like, find someone else to do this work. I mean, yeah, they're all partners, right? I mean, like I said, most of the country is based on the food industry. And right. Uh, yeah, so they're, they're all like interconnected with each other and but that's the only positive thing like for these farmers and that is that they do have the money and connections and stuff. So they they will be able to, to fight this for a while. That's the thing. They they, they will they, they're not going to just disappear. And 
Now there is also help coming, right? German farmers joined in and they're crossing the border to help Dutch farmers, like, because they're doing like shifts, right? Farmers are doing shifts. They're still continuing with their work, right? So when farmers yeah. have to like milk their cows, other farmers are, are, are showing up to replace them. So, yeah, and it's not too far past like um, calf season. So yeah, you gotta gotta definitely like farming is a twenty four seven kind of thing. It's not a it's not a nine to five. So that's you definitely have to do that. And that kind of goes back to the you know the self sustainability and you know like community and, and and things that we've been preaching on for the last several years. We have got to work together. Like. Yeah, so it's kind of like a long battle to like who has like the longest breath, right? Who can like survive longest because the government is already having difficulties. Like so much police is being used that police is no longer able to do their normal tasks, right? So right. they're not like security, like certain events are no longer like going on because there's no police to protect an event or something. And capacity is like very low. I mean, so one of my friends who got beaten up, right? Um, the police called me later that night, right? Because he had given my number, of course, as his emergency number. And right. uh, because he had dogs and stuff at home and other animals and they needed just food, right? And he, he was alone, he lives alone. So uh, we had to break in in his house and the, and the police called me and said, like, they gave me instructions how to break in into his house, right? So, <laughs> yeah. The police did? Yeah, the police gave me instructions how to break into his house. It was allowed, right? So That's I did. That's cool because they wouldn't have done that here. They don't relay messages for us. <laughs> uh, so and they and they did and I, I did break in. Yeah, the, what the uh, fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, shit. Like we're doing good to get our phone call, bro. So that I mean, your cops are better than ours, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But so the cop made a mistake because they, because he lives like in this uh, a housing thing where there is like uh, a shared entrance into the thing, right? And the, go the cops said like, this one is open already. So when you go in, you can break into the house and stuff, but it wasn't open, like the shared entrance. So it kind of fucked up. So I had to break in into his house like late at night in the middle of his neighborhood, kind of like a shady neighborhood, right? So <laughs> uh, me and my friend who were there, we called, the we tried to call the cops and say like, yeah, this is not open. So we have to like break in like in the, the really bad way. <laughs> So, um, but we can't, we tried to call them, but we couldn't get them because all the police stations were empty. They were, they were at the protest. They didn't have capacity. There was no one even at the police stations anymore. Like it last, it took four hours to be able to reach them. Well, we already had broken in in this four, four hours. Right. Like, oh, yeah. We're calling to let you guys know, like, not to come get us. We're, we're doing something that we're told to do, but I guess it doesn't matter because not available. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like we stood in front of the police agent, like uh, pushing uh, the like the car horn the whole time, right? Making a lot of noise. No one there. So that's the thing. And they were in the same time, like I read, like the, later I read on social media, they were shooting tear gas at protesters and stuff at the same time, right? We're not even at the police station. We're, just, we're busy shooting tear gas and beating up people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't mind us. We're just out here committing, you know, more more crimes against humanity and police brutality. So, leave a message after the tone. Beep. But hey, if a school shooting happens, SWAT team will make sure to enter your school within uh, about two hours or so, give or take. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, that happened to me twice now. That these like police arrest teams try to like arrest me, and because I had a camera, they didn't want to be filmed when they do their stuff. Oh yeah, they don't like that at all. They don't. No, they hate it when you're like, name and badge number. 
I'm way too furious for that. That's like that's not going to work. But they do. They did. Like, they looked like they're super angry at you and stuff. And they walk like they come like walking towards you like with six of these guys, right? I'm like, yeah, it looks. It is kind of scary. I can imagine like a lot of camera people like are gonna like quickly be gone from the scene. Uh, I know there were two undercover uh, journalists there too from like local newspapers and stuff. They were there too. I was talking with them too. Um, and they were all supportive of the cause though, but they, they literally just said to me like, yeah, our uh, newspapers are not going to support this, right? We're not allowed to write about this. In the, in the way we're not allowed think. to write about it? Yeah, we're not allowed to write about this in the way that, that we should, is what they said. Yeah, they can't like, tell the truth. And these are experienced reporters, like, oh, one was really old, like, he was really old, he was 50, right? And he was like, oh, a journalist all his, all his life. So, but they're not allowed. They, they want to write about it, and they do sometimes, but they're, uh, how do you call it, they're they editors to stop it. Yeah. They're they have to be extremely biased towards the establishment, where it's like, that's, that's, how, that's how they always write protests here, where it's like, well, you know, the cops had to act because protesters were throwing water on them when it was 98 degrees outside. So, yeah. Yeah. So they're not getting, like, uh, whatever, like, money to cover certain protests either. So I already made a deal with the journalists. I said, like, okay, look, uh, I'm go already going there with, with, with a lot of people. I, I'll make pictures. I'll just send them to you guys. We'll still cover it. You don't have to go there. Right. Just use the pictures, right? News yeah. whatever way. I mean, because they're, 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 yeah, the newspapers are, they're forced. They, they want to do it, but they can't. So, like, if, are they, are, are they doing that though? Like, are they accepting you guys' material and stuff? Like, yeah, they do. They do. They accept my That's cool. That's what's up. These are only local, uh, really small newspapers. They're like uh, city newspapers. Right. But it gets out when they do it, like because they are they write about it. People do share it on like whatever uh, media, and others do notice these, these little articles they write. And so it gets yeah, talked. Yeah, about the only thing that I've seen like regarding on what's going on over there, other than you know the, the kind of stuff that we're all sharing amongst our little communities and stuff or whatever from people on the ground is from like uh, like if I've got like YouTube or something on the TV, like Sky News Australia is about the only channel that I've seen that has popped up anything about the protest. Or maybe yeah. Al Jazeera. And I don't even know if Al Jazeera's put anything up, really. So Al Jazeera covered it once or twice. Uh, yeah, well, the police violence, they did cover. It. I was at that place when, and, and, uh, when that happened. And that, those, that footage they covered, that was literally made. At, I, was, I was literally there when that happened. And uh, Sky News did cover that. Fox also covered it. Just say. Oh, yeah, it's surprising. Oh, yeah, one uh, show. Uh, yeah. Tucker Carlson, probably. <laughs> What's that lady? Uh, Laura, Laura, you know that. Laura Ingram. Oh, yeah, Laura Ingram. Yeah, she called yeah. it. Yeah, I don't watch any of that crap. Like, I, I mean, I see the, the, but I mean, I just know their names really because, like, about the only thing that I watch that pertains to any of that kind of crap is, like, yeah, well, clips I mean, for my yeah, senator. So. They show up. Their clips show up. So it's like, you know, they, yeah, they unfortunately yeah, they do. come across your eyesight from time to time. Like, I don't watch Anderson Cooper. I don't either. I yeah. <laughs> Not, yeah, like, I'm never clicking it. But yeah, I, I do see a lot of Fox News notifications mostly because, like, I watch, like, all the crap that Josh Hawley does. And, and he's always on there. So, you know, I don't watch the crap on there. I, I listen to the congressional, you know, hearings, but I don't, I don't watch anything mainstream at all ever. 
Yeah, pretty much. I just listen. I just listen to the local news stations, like whatever the hell's going on. Because when I turn on these like biggest big networks, I can't. They don't cover anything anymore, really. Well, even, even local, local news. news yes, thank you. It's like so many of them are compromised. So many of them are owned by the by the like same companies. Essentially, if I were to turn on local news right now, it would essentially be the same of the same as CNN with a dash of like I don't know someone's cat getting eaten by an alligator or something. It's fucking South mm-hmm. Florida. Well, no, I mainly yeah, I mainly listen to like the news, but I know that the one I I do listen to is on, is on the CBS network, but. It's mostly on the AM AM band. There seems to be a little more frugality on what you can and can't do. Yes, there is a lot. Yeah, anytime I'm listening to any kind of like actual like news, yeah, I'm gonna get aside with Tyler there. Like I might listen to like 10:50 AM is like my local AM station. Yeah, for sure. Like you can actually sort of still talk about things on there, which and even that's even that stuff is suppressed somewhat, but. Hey, you'll you hear you hear the same news article mentioned ten times in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and all the stations are playing the same, the same things. You know, like yeah, it doesn't really matter where you are. Let's let's talk about what's going on somewhere else. That's not really what's going on, but here's another it's distraction. Especially, especially in the U.S., we have midterms coming up. It's going to be so toxic because I'm already starting to see all the damn ads, gonna, all the gonna be all the commissioner ads, all that nonsense. Like y'all can yeah, stop we're right in, now. I'm gonna yeah, Christmas we're in primary. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> We're in primaries right now, and it's. I'm like, I even get one. Yeah, is election season over yet? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Well, well, you're, you're you guys not vote. <laughs> what? Would you say? <laughs> Did you just ask us who we're gonna vote for, lovers? No, I mean like who are, who who are even competing in you guys' election? I don't even know. Mm. Uh, it's midterm. I mean, it's not it's a presidential midterm. election. It's just yeah. like congressional candidates. Yeah, congressional stuff like House and, and you know, like House and State and you know, like local offices stuff like that is is what's going on right now. Um, and governor too. So yeah, yeah, governors, things like that. Like, uh, I don't know. I mean, like, I try not to really pay attention to the politicians very much because I know what they do behind closed door. My, like my focus is like on uh, local legislation and, and combating shit that they're trying to slide under the radar. <laughs> that's that's where I uh, that's where I battle those political things at. But other than that, fuck politics and no more presidents ever. Like I don't vote. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I just got my voting rights back like a couple years ago, but like I've only voted one time ever, and it was fucking for a local like sheriff's election, and that was to get rid of a corrupt freaking sheriff, and we got rid of him, and then uh, the guy that we brought in was okay for a few years, and then we just had to like do a write-in and get rid of him um, like last year because they murdered an unarmed white girl and shot her point blank five times in the face, and you know now what? the guy's it's funny because that's <laughs> literally what happened with Sheriff Alex Villanueva in Los Angeles County. Everybody was so excited because he was, oh, he was a Bernie supporter, he was a progressive, he was anti-establishment, he was endorsed by the local Bernie club, this, 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 and this. And then the, and then the protests pop up, and I'm watching my friends get their legs kicked in, like literally bashed in with a riot shield, getting tear gas all up in my throat the whole entire time. And it's like, not to mention, besides that, you also have the problem that LA, LASD literally has like sheriff's gangs and that dude did nothing about him. 
And, you know, his department is also behind the murder of Dijon Cuisine and several other unarmed men, so... Oh, speaking of Alex uh, Villanueva, yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah I I, um, I was listening. He got, he got on that AM station I listened to on, uh, what was it, uh, 1070, and they interviewed him, and, you know, he... I don't, I don't know what's wrong with the fucking guy. Like, like even they questioned him about the, about the police gangs, and he says they don't exist. All the investigators don't, don't exist. And then he has all these conspiracy theories about why everybody wants him out of office because he says he says that he's he he doesn't want to be a puppet to the to the the board of chairs for the city or whatever. And then I'm just like, you know, like why the fuck is that guy even our sheriff, like or uh, chief, whatever the fuck he is. And I'm I'm like oh, I'm I like want him out of office because he's a fascist criminal. He's That's a he's yeah he, he's office. anybody who talks like that and has all the excuses you know says one thing to me con man. That's you know if you start talking about if you got a reason for why everybody fucking hates you, it's not because it's because everybody hates you because you're doing something wrong. And if you got excuses for everything, you're a con man. You know that's it. Oh, and also he's selling out everybody's information to Palantir. Just want to put that out there. Predictive policing algorithms that were spearheaded by Palantir. One of the places that they were used in, you know, I think New Orleans was another location, but Los Angeles is like... Yes, New Orleans and Los Angeles, yes. Yeah, it is notorious for employing the predictive policing algorithms. And then, again, Palantir made headlines again because it was contracted to, you know, be in charge of people's health data through off-warp speed. So that's great. Yeah. Alan's yeah, Peter uh, too. Your health data Peter. too. And that's, yes. and you know, that's Alex Villanueva's guy. So I just want to put it out there. Yeah. What do you guys, yeah, what, this is a weird question. And, and, and I've been, I've been thinking about this for a while. Um, what, and I, I don't want this to make this show like completely political. Right. But, you know, we have these January 6th committees hearings going on. Right. What 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 exactly will happen if Trump doesn't go to jail? Like seriously, like nothing, I, I are you nothing, kidding me? Hillary Clinton's nothing, still free. Nothing, nothing nothing's gonna nothing. freaking happen, bro. Come on. I mean, we have Josh Hawley in hearings three years ago saying, like, it sounds to me like over the whole Russiagate shit that we need a complete overhaul over the Department of Justice, the FBI, and abolishment of the FISA court. I went to a dinner with him a year ago where I handed him some flyers with all Vault 7 leaks written right on the back, and he's like, oh, this is very helpful, and and he still has not said Julian's name out loud. And I'm not saying he's not getting to it, but he ain't fucking getting to it fast enough. Oh, sorry for the rain. <laughs> Bro, I mean, I'm blocked. I'm blocked by my local resident. Debbie Watson Schultz has me blocked. Has me blocked. So like, life yeah, goals. it's bad. Yeah, yeah. life goals. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying that, like, you know, like, do you think it would turn into like a real civil war? Like, like, because. No. I mean, nobody, n- nobody, nobody's done what he's done at such. I mean, people have done what he's done at lower offices, of course, but not to dismantling. Or like the whole release of the bioweapon was, you know, not only for population control, but it was a litmus test. I feel like to see like, oh, how many workers are just going to comply with whatever we say? And guess what? 
way too many of them did and way too many of them still freaking are like i don't know what they ever thought that you know what i'm saying like these same agencies like, come on people johnson and johnson couldn't get fucking baby powder right and you're gonna take some experimental vaccination from them like get the fuck out of here like i'm in twitter jail right now for covid misinformation i sure thought it was for a hillary clinton meme that i shared but because I shared it, and then like five seconds later, like, oh, you're in Twitter jail, and I was like, are you kidding? Like that was fast. And it, no, is that still going on? Is that still yeah. going yeah. on? Did you get put in jail yeah. for the COVID yeah. stuff? Yeah, you can't. I, you I can't. Spelled, yeah, you know what I said? I said, I said, you guys are talking about the C dash uh, nineteen. I even put like a zero in there and use like alternate characters to try to get around the algorithms and put a space in between every one of the letters in bioweapon with the makeup of the genome of the HIV structure in it and. Boom, you're in Twitter jail as fast as I was when I shared the Hunt and Hunter Biden laptop content. Like, eh, oh well, fuck Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's all automated right now and they're pretty good. Like I was trying to uh, share DDoS secrets and even alternative spellings. I had to like, I had to actually spell out the whole, the whole thing as though I was spelling out like a sentence. That's the only way to get around anything anymore. Yeah, like even using special characters at this point is not as not working on a lot of no. It's it's insane. no. Like I just and, I, I, I had to put in like that ties back into like the quantum computer updating itself on how fucking smart it is. Like, well, you know, you know, quantum computing, you know, is just adding what is called like a what is it called like a null bit or it's like an in between state, so it can be positive and negative at the same time, just can process things like a million times faster. But yeah, and it's processing itself so much faster than anything else. And I'm, you're right, it can be positive or negative. But the fact that, you know, people like Lockheed Martin and um, whoever is in charge at the very tippy top and is part of the young global leaders that penetrated all the cabinets is are the ones running the quantum computer. We have a problem, folks. Well, yeah, they're only using them for like the, was the F-18s uh, a code right now? I believe it's... It's because there's like 11, uh, like 70 million lines of code or something, I guess. And, and like, like, here I am. Yeah, but well, here what it is. million lines of code? That's what I'm thinking. And like, like why is this, this amount of like code in like an airplane that's like, you know, in a fighter jet? Like, like what is all this extra like, stuff in there for? Like, <laughs> Buy it remotely or something? Fuck, I I don't know. Like I'm not like I'm a little computer savvy, but I don't know near as much as half of you guys probably do. But um, I know that they're doing terrible fucking shit with it. I mean, they're targeting people with the fucking the shit. So I mean, like I just listened to something. Uh, like I, I think it was, what was I listening to? Uh, I want to say it was maybe something on Burmese's channel or it was either that or uh. Uh, maybe it, it might have been Stephen Pasta's new show. I can't remember. It was one of the two, and they were, you know, like playing clips from from Schwab speaking, and and they and he was talking about the quantum computing and 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 how they're using it, you know, for military technology. So, like, I was like, wow, it's not like they're trying to hide it. They're really not. No, and that is what what is really scary. They're no longer trying to hide it, like. We already like we were, we were discussing like what uh, New World Order and Freemasons and all this stuff for such a long time, right? And they always were like hiding in secret, doing the secret scheming and stuff. But now it's like all in the open. They're saying like, yeah. I want to fuck you up if you 
you're going to be happy with it. Yeah, and people are like, you're working harder, Daddy. Yeah, please. Like, yes, take my guns away because there's some false flag shooting again. Like, oh, yeah. And, and people there's are just going right along with it. Things fully. Please don't let United States cops be the only ones in our society with guns. That's just common sense, people. Come on. Yeah, yeah, but instead of, of United States and guns, like if the rest of you states do not do what Missouri did, and let me tell you, this was not easily done. It took us fucking eight years, eight very long years to get the Second Amendment Preservation Act through. And if other states don't stop waiting to see whether the Department of Justice is going to win the fucking lawsuit that they're like they're suing us, they're not. That's why they've already filed an appeal, and the Supreme Court hasn't even ruled on it yet because they're not going to fucking win. But if you guys don't get that shit in legislation, like right now, through, I feel sorry for your states in another year or two. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but these okay. So these, but these people aren't even the big problem. The people is the problem is normal people are so brainwashed that a yes. person like that a person like Klaus Schwab can, Schwab can say in public, "You're going to own nothing. You're going to be happy." <laughs> and then the next, don't leave the eat bugs part out. He said, and then the next step. Like he's saying that in public, right? He's saying, you're going to own nothing, you're going to be happy. And the next step is, he's literally taking our entire food supply away in our face. And people are not massively rioting and like, they're protesting here, definitely. But I mean, they're not massively forming an army and take, and putting this guy in jail. Like that's how brainwashed people are right now because he's saying it in their face. He's saying like, I'm going to take everything from you and you're still going to be happy with it. Like. That's what he's saying, and it is a neo-Nazi. Yeah, Nazis. That was a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they all are. Yeah, like I mean, literally, like I'm not just being a conspiracy theorist or being over dramatic when you know, like I say, the Nazis are fucking running the fucking world. Like they are. Like get real. Like we brought the paperclip science over here, and they fucking created NASA for fuck's sake. Oh, speaking of NASA, what do you guys think about? Um what do you guys think? Because this is this is also going to be like a weird topic show. What do you guys think about NASA? NASA saying a few a few more weeks ago that they were going to actually investigate UAPs. Like, what do you guys what do you guys think about that? What, what what's UAP? It's what they it's the new term they're using for UFOs. For UFO. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh. Uh, uh. We investigated since like what like five hundred years ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like Columbus, they did already, like, he had already UFO sightings, right? Even, like, in uh, religious books are UFO sightings. Well, I think it's kind of, it's kind of, like, over the top, you know, because I, I, I'm one of those few people that actually believe, believe Bob Lazar's story about how, about, you know, you know, the, just, just listening to his interviews over and over and over again the past few weeks, you know, um, he, what he, his, you know, what he knows and how, how much he knows is, it's beyond me and how he knows about an element that hasn't even wasn't even invented when his story came out, not until a few years ago. And, uh, yeah. you know, and, you know, you know, the fact that he knew exactly what star system came from Zeta Reticula, which is something, you know, you know, you know, some some guy who came out of the woodwork would be it was it was too specific. You know, he even uh, he even knew about the dirt roads that they couldn't even see up until a few years ago with some FOIA requests near Area 51. Yeah. He knew about those. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, so if we already have like nine of these things, you know, or we had them, you know, what's, you know, what's the point? And, you know, we're just going to get another blue book thing, 
uh, where they're going to try and explain. Do you think they're just? That's what I think. They're going to try and explain away the UAP uh, phenomenon, or two, they're going to be there. There's so much evidence now that the fact that they're going to have to release more more stuff, you know? Yeah. So there's a, two, a few things that speak in Bob Lazar's favor too, right? I mean, if the one is he didn't want to go public, like they kept no. pushing him. And second, like he he's a brilliant inventor. He was already way outside of the stuff. So he could, could have been rich with just inventions. He doesn't do it. He doesn't have to do it for money or fame or whatever. He could already have done it. He made like some, uh, made like a rocket engine on, on, like, on like what, on a bike or something. Like this guy's yeah. crazy with that. Like he's a crazy inventor. He's obviously extremely smart. He makes inventions, and uh, so he doesn't need it. That's the thing. That speaks in his favor. I mean, background's very important on that. Like you have these, these. Yeah. yeah. He even knew about. He even knew about the. He even knew about the private contractor that almost nobody knows about. You know. Yeah. That's really yeah. weird. Um, well, and you know, like a lot of a lot of the people, you know from that era are, are passing on from age and stuff. And so, you know, um, this sounds fucking horrible, but as people die, um, other people are, are, are allowed to come forward with information that they were too scared to, you know, say before for obvious reasons. And, and that is also probably, um, you know, helping that, that situation. Well, you know how, you know, the story came out is, uh, you know, he, uh, he found out when they were, um, when they were, um, the reason it came out was his story was because his they were monitoring all of his communications in his house and he later found out that his wife was having an affair on him and uh got got fucked up drove up to like a a, a sighting a place where they could go see area 51 and apparently they were uh there was they were small smoking weed and drinking and uh they all got caught except for him and they brought him in and they basically uh, started started saying that you know we're gonna you know basically off you if you know if you don't shut the fuck up about uh-huh. what you just yeah. said and then he went then he went to then he went to the report then he then he released a story so I guess he was scared for his life. Yeah, and as he should have been, you know what I mean, like for real. People have got murdered for way less, <laughs> way less. For real. Most of the time, they you know find some some other way to do it to make it look accidental, you know, a, a traffic accident or, or a drunk drive or or my sewer gas, yeah, dr- yeah, drug overdose or yeah, kidney failure. My buddy said over here, like his freaking uncle is the one that freaking like helped design and came up with fucking predator drones. I was like, your uncle's Don't what? Hey, don't forget about the heart attack gun, bad mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, again, leads me back to this quantum computing and the do's and, and the technology that they're using against us. Like, I don't... Which, I wish that that is the reason that people weren't resisting on a level that they should be, you know, was for fear of, of their life. But it's not. It's mostly stupidity and indoctrination, I think, in my opinion. Facts. Just my, my opinion. Take it for, for what it's worth. Like, I don't. Some people like. I mean, before you know, they locked everybody the fuck down. Like pretty much everybody w- was in the streets. Hong Kong, uh, France, like pretty much everybody. Pretty much everybody still is in the streets, except for the United States, where AOC's faking arrests and shit. But the U.S., know? bro. 
<laughs> oh, he made with uh, what's her name and the uh, um, yeah, Amar or whatever the fuck you however you say her name and AOC and her fake ass fucking arrest the other day. Like, I wish I, getting arrested only meant a freaking parking ticket, like actually. Like I, I wish, wish getting, getting arrested, arrested was, was not like easy. face like ground into the concrete and guns drawn, like. Mm. Like, yeah, getting fucking and, assaulted. And being held without bond for at least 24 hours, no phone numbers, yeah, you know, getting assaulted, yeah, never getting any kind of uh, reparations or, or justice in, in any kind of tort. Matter of fact, usually you gotta, oh, not usually, you always have to pay for being arrested. How does this work? Yeah, usually, yeah, usually yeah, there's a court fee. Is with the oh, no, there's always a court fee, and there's always a restitution, yes. and yes. yeah. Yeah, you got to pay for your jail stay, and you got to pay for your prison stay, and you got to pay for your court fees, even if you pay a lawyer. Even if the lawyer is pro bono, you still got to pay? <laughs> yeah, you still got to pay. Yeah, yeah, they're going to send you a bill, and they didn't even do their damn job, and good luck on getting an appeal. If you want a transcript of your own court proceeding, you have to pay? Yeah, if you, yeah, absolutely. If you want your own public records that they are required by FOIA and Sunshine Law, you will still have to pay for it. Yeah, that's true. I think it costs like sixteen dollars, sixteen to forty dollars. Sixteen dollars, yeah, sixteen dollars for like a regular. Yeah, yeah, sixteen dollars usually for regular and forty to a hundred dollars for for an official one. Yeah, it does cost money yeah. to get your records. Yeah, yeah. A few years ago, um, I did a sunshine request on some you know CPS shit because everybody knows you know they kidnapped my fucking baby and I still don't have her, but it's whatever. Um, I have all the rest of my kids, but uh, so like, and I did a sunshine request and then went to jail for some shit that I didn't do and sat there for five months. And when I got back, I had a nice little letter talking about uh, my records that I already paid for, that I still have a receipt for, that I never received. It's okay. I mean, I have all the shit anyways because I just got it for myself. But I, you know, kind of wanted, you know, like the, you know, um, the legal correct way to you know, get the information, which I, you know, attempted to do. But, you know, after so many roadblocks, you just... Gotta do what you gotta do. And long, awkward silence, you guys. Oh, sorry, I was looking at topics. <laughs> nah, I was just <laughs> I, I just wanted to let that settle in because everything you said is fact. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta let people digest the rants, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, let them absorb oh. the rants, yeah. Oh, speaking of like, speaking of like weird, weird, uh, you know, NWO stuff and, you know, there might be some, what they call it, uh, pre-programming in the last two months. And I spotted this several times. There's been a lot of weird biblical references in, um, since, since the war had started, you know, like I, I, um, about a, about a month ago, one, uh, there was a Russian, um, military leader saying that uh you know that that he that the four horsemen of the revelations are being released and only a few weeks ago i was watching some woman uh on cnn and they were translating her which i thought was really weird uh, uh it wasn't what she was saying because I, I could i i i know russian enough to know to understand a little bit of ukrainian and uh she was saying that, oh, yeah, this is the apocalypse. This is the end of days. And that's literally not what she was saying. I mean, I, do you think it's like some sort of like conspiracy where they're, they're trying to um, pre-program us for like certain things that they want to happen? Uh, using religion and stuff? No, yeah. they, they never do that. 
<laughs> um, yeah, that's probably exactly what they're doing, Tyler. That, that active and overstimulation in the fight-or-flight response is, is part of what they're testing. They're pinpointing uh, where your lines are and how, how you cross them. And that's where the control starts. And uh, they're, they're basically just dialing in. Um, the, the only reprieve now we have is uh, collective community and willpower. Um, you know, we're not going to get any more warnings when this starts spinning sideways. Um, you know, so now, now's the time to, you know, consider your, your bug in, bug out. I mean, do you, do you got a two-day bag? Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, do, do, do you understand that if, if the power goes off, you have 72 hours before... Uh, stupid people get really hungry and start doing really stupid shit. Um, yeah, yes. And this is, you know, whether you're rural or urban, you should you should definitely have in your mind at least the awareness of what if. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of strange things going in a lot of different ways, and we didn't even mention, the, you know, CERN's new testing with her collider. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, we didn't even touch that. We touched a lot of things, but... Um, it's already activated enough paranoia to go through my items list a few times in my head. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think it's important to, uh, you know, whether whether you can bunker in or you go out, or if you, if you got the opportunity to go out, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make, we're past the point of, sure of people ready. needing to, to think about it. You need to be ready. You definitely need to have you, yeah. uh, you know, a, a fallout bag, you know, um, and you need to probably know, you know, like local like plants and stuff that are edible uh, for, you know, rural communities. You definitely need to have some food storage. Um, water I've been filtration. Saying, yeah, water filtration. You need to Rain know how collect. to do that for sure. Yes, all of that. Be yeah. Like, yeah, speaking of CERN, you know, in the uh, the Mandela effect. Some people couldn't even start a fire, you guys. Like, it's that scary. Like, a lot of people probably couldn't even start a fire if, like, their lives depended on it. And that is insane to me. And speaking of CERN. Yeah, the, um, yes, um, AK hit me up a few weeks ago. And, and he was telling me, you know, you've heard of the Mandela effect. And I'm like, yes. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, well, about what about this CERN thing? And I'm like, I, I really don't know. But then he showed me a picture of Navy ships from World War One. And uh -huh. and I said, he says, what code do you think they are? And I'm like, I know I've seen them. I've been to I've been to the I've been to the Navy Museum. They were all gray. He says, no, oh, yeah. I know nope. this. I, the AK showed me this. Too. I was shocked by it. So yeah, they're shaped like zebras. Yeah, so this Mandela effect, so, so we, that we have like these collective memories which aren't correct, right? And we all we all always thought that these Navy ships in World War II were like all gray or green or whatever, but apparently they were all like rainbow colored and stuff. Yeah, we didn't even know that. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of like comparisons like that. You know what I mean? Wow. I haven't seen the Navy ship one, but I, I I've seen a, a lot of other ones. one that a lot of people are familiar with. Like, if, if people don't know what we're talking about and Mandela effect, does he have the bifocal or no? You know, like. Yeah, so it's based on the story of Nelson Mandela, right? He was arrested, he was put in prison and stuff. And there is a lot of people who remember him dying in prison and there being a whole funeral in prison for Nelson Mandela and stuff. But he died much later when he was already out of prison. He died at home, whatever. 
I, I think he got out. Like, yeah, he got out. But there is a lot of people who are completely convinced that he died in prison and they even saw a funeral on TV and everything. So that's not why it's named after Nelson Mandela, right? Um, and there's plenty of other examples from Nelson Mandela effect, like, uh, yeah, you have the Star Wars, right? Some things. And, uh, um, Queen songs not remembering. I, I remember how the Queen song ended in my head, and I've listened to it a hundred times since. That's not how it ended. The Queen song kept on going past where they ended it. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah, so there is... Uh, yeah, it's weird that we all have this weird... that we have these mistakes in collective memory, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to explain because some of these things are actually really uh, a collective memory. I mean, that Luke, I'm your father thing. I also remembered that. But Me too. Never yeah. said that. But that's not the quote. No, he that's... never said that. What? Get on. He didn't say Luke, I'm your father. Yeah, he did. The actual scene is like blah, 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 blah. Uh, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. Then Luke says, he told me that he told me you killed him. And then Darth Vader goes, no, I am your father. Yeah, he doesn't ever say, Luke, I'm your father. But everyone remembers that. And he says, like, Luke, I'm your father. I, it's like in Forrest yeah, Gump, he, they say. In Forrest Gump, there is this, this uh, quote, saying, this lady saying, uh, life is like a box of chocolates or whatever. But he never said that. He says, life is a box of chocolates. Yeah. Uh, but everyone remembers that. They were saying, like, life is like a box of chocolates. Because it makes more sense, I guess. Well, it or, is, uh, yeah, dramatically correct or whatever, probably. Yeah. yeah, and then you have that robot in Star Wars. Everyone remembers that robot C-3PO as being completely gold, but he had a silver leg. What? No one remembers, what? No one remembers what? the silver leg. In the original Star Wars, he has a silver yeah. leg. One of his legs is silver. I didn't know. I thought it was all gold. I, me too. I, uh, until I started searching for Vanilla, in fact, I thought it was a silver leg. I'm not a Star Wars junkie, so I didn't know that one either, but... Yeah, there's there's Just a lot the of them. simple, simple ones they shifted like Looney Tunes. It was short for cartoons, uh, but now it's spelled like a song T U N E S, and that is yeah. inaccurate. Apparently, yeah. it's always sad Looney Tunes. Yeah, like with uh, like a songs. Yeah, but we all sad yeah. it was Looney Tunes. Yep. It's strange, right? <laughs> when I watched it, they were cartoons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but it was always yeah, little songs. Though they never spelled. <laughs> Well, I mean, fuck, the damn Nazis created fucking cartoons pretty much, too. I mean, Walt Disney's fucking Nazi, so... <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's, okay, so it's true that, that uh, Lainey Riebestahl was the head propaganda person for Hitler uh, met with Walt Disney in America. Walt Disney was the only one who was willing to receive her as a guest. Like, other Hollywood producers all refused to contact, have me in contact with Lainey Riebestahl, but, but Walt Disney was. So, yeah. He has a silver yeah. leg. What the fuck? Well, I mean, maybe we're just living in it, and maybe everything's a what is it a, a, a an alternate um, an alternate universe or, or you know different planes or like Steve said, we're living in a fucking cartoon and we're not in control of it. Yeah, there's some far out theories like Hitler actually changed his name and became Americanized, and it was Walt Disney, and that's why he froze his head. <laughs> well, I don't believe that. Yeah, but there is a better link with with Disney though, because yeah, he did meet with Henry Star, yeah, but also we have the big castle in uh, it's in Bavaria called uh, Neuschwanstein. It's called the Castle Cult, and that was the location where the Waffen SS, the Hitler's SS, were bringing all their stolen art, right? And this castle 
uh, is exactly looks exactly like the Sleeping Beauty castle that is used in like the Disney parks and stuff. They yeah, based, isn't that uh, the same one they were supposed to like destroy? Like uh, the 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 Hitler guys were like supposed to destroy towards the end of the war, and then, and they didn't have enough uh, like explosion uh, explosives to, to to tear it down or whatever, so it still stands. Is that the same one? Um, but the Neuschwanstein Castle is just there. It's a very popular tourist attraction. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, people go there just because it's a beautiful castle. Is it? It's really like a Disney castle, right? So in Disney uh, uh, parks, they use uh, castles based on the Neuschwanstein Castle. I mean, you can just search for it, and you find all these. You can see it's pretty much the same thing. Like a lot of castles are like very similar to this. Like the yeah, the, the perfect uh, Disney castle <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. But it was also the location for the SS art uh, thieves. They brought all the stolen uh, art there. It was a whole uh, division, army division there. That was the headquarters. So yeah, now, that's weird because uh, if you consider that also like uh, that Walt Disney was so in contact with uh, with, with Hitler's uh, propaganda, which was back then also like art, right? But, yeah, art oh, with um, what, what was it? The Nazi Donald Duck. Yeah, you got Donald Duck doing the yeah. fucking sick tile thing. Yeah. And then you had some really racist Japanese cartoons and racist, racist cartoons in general. Yeah. Yeah, you had also like, there was some also Nazi, there are some Nazi cartoons, right? And uh, they do have, they, 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 I'm not going to say they look a little bit like Disney because they aren't actually. They would actually, they, they look a little bit more like, actually, like Rudy Tunes. Yeah, the, like, uh, like Morty Mouse and not Mickey Mouse, yeah. Yeah, this is a short, short uh, little uh, propaganda there as well. That's something maybe we can get into later, like, there's a lot of evidence. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, like, if you do, like, a, the next time, like, stream, you can also, like, show it on the stream. Yeah, I can show some of it. Uh, I can I can blur out the, the swastikas to the point where nobody can tell what it is. Yeah, because we probably aren't allowed to, you know, to to have a swastika or. Well, yes, like, you can. You, you can have a swastika, but it has to be posted in a historical reference. So. Well, that is oh, historical. Like I mean, if we're playing a clip of an actual cartoon that is displayed, we shouldn't have to, you know, blur out their copyright or, or whatever they'd like to label it. <laughs> now you can tell the truth. Like that Indian peace symbol thing or, or what is it? The Hindu. Oh yeah. Flip it the other, other direction. Yeah. yeah. Or like if you rotate it just 90 degrees, it's an entirely different symbol. You can pass it off as that. Or we could just use a black sun, just use a black sunflower or whatever the fuck it is to, to, to blur it out when we do it, Tyler. There you go. Yeah. Is that a black sun <laughs> symbol that like the uh, ass and stuff you use? Yeah, Ukrainians uh, like uniforms and shit right now, right? Isn't that what it is? Black sunflower or am I high? Yeah, it's black sun. It's black sun. Yeah, it's sun. Okay, I don't know where I got the flower part. I guess I'm Well, because people are using sunflowers as like a thing to be all pro-Ukraine. And it's like, mm. bro, why you got to call the whole ass flower, bro? <laughs> okay. I didn't make it up. Okay, cool. Good to know. Mandela effect. Real time, guys. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good one to research. If people were looking at this first episode, Mandela Effect is a good thing to start with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we got three minutes, guys.
they went well for the first episode beyond the pendulum yeah except for my goof up of not turning on the the thing for the first minute <sighs> i think on like a huge boat that we can cut it off think you guys were were muted for like a whole minute like i don't think mark talked very long because as soon as i was like oh shit mark's muted like i opened discord and logged in and by the time i had discord open we could hear him so you know we'll just blame it on being a noob or something it's okay tyler <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're not noobs. i know <laughs> it's okay Shh. Hey, what are we doing with podcast title? Like, like next week or something? Like same time or something? Yeah, or next week, week, same time. Uh, we'll try to do it at one p.m. I can't do ABB, uh, unfortunately, this week. I I have to go do some uh, legal errands, get some stuff from the DMV today. Um, and not fun. ABB though tonight, Mark. If you can, like, especially with like Eric passing and stuff, like, but if we can't, we can't. But. Yeah, um, the, we'll try to get this show listed on other things. I'm gonna start a, be starting Telegram channel, and I'll be going on Rumble, and then um, I want to get on other podcast networks. See if I can get on Spotify, and um, we'll see how far this this pro experiment grows. You know, the goal is to get you know you know uh, you know call in feature where you know I want to have like you know like what Arpel does, you know, like a ghost to ghost where like people can call in and tell them their ghost stories and do whatever. You know, get yeah. we and then you know like troll fest episodes where we have like flat earthers call in and say whatever yeah. the hell they're gonna say. You know, like you remember that one Art Bell thing? That was a really scary one. Where that guy from like who, were, who like ran away from Area Fifty One called. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, Stuff like that. Yeah. They will triangulate yeah. me now. They will triangulate me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I'll holler at, um, well, I'll, I'll get that uh, information for Burmis, and then uh, I know a guy in Ohio that has been doing, like, a call-in show for a long time, uh, Matt over at uh, Matrix Minds. I don't know what he's using um, for, like, a VOIP, but um, I have an actual phone number for him, so I can just pick up and call, but uh, Steve might have, like, an actual phone number for Burmis. I think he does, um, but I know that Burmis is using, like, Podbean for um, his call-in stuff, so, I mean, I don't know how well he likes it. He's only been doing it for, like, a month or two, I think, but... Um, there's a few different ones out there and like i said earlier in the chat like i'm willing to like pitch in on that i mean i don't think it's like super expensive but all that shit adds up um after a little while so i'm definitely or whatever if that's how we want to do it for sure okay and um with that i'll end the show and uh we'll be back next week same time 1 p.m pacific stay dangerous you guys <laughs>